Hello, party people! This is the Just Ideas Podcast. My name's Andy. I'm with Andy. And these are Just Ideas. In today's episode, we tell you the theme that runs through each crazy liberal and each right-wing nutjob. We want to take a quick second and shout out Robinhood. Robinhood Financial is the zero-commission, free trading app that allows you to get invested in the stock market. Follow the link in this episode's description to claim a free share in a company like Apple, Ford, maybe even Tesla. That's Robinhood Financial, LLC. Once again, click the link in the episode description to claim a share in a company now. One day, McIntyre Jr. comes home from being away at college and he goes, Dad, let me ask you something. I just spent this past semester in Dr. Eric's people skills class, and he asked us a question on the last day, and it really kind of stuck with me. He said, would I rather have one person unrelated to me in America die, or would I rather have five people unrelated to me die in Italy? And as a class, we came together and, well, we chose Italy. And then he spent the rest of the class yelling at us. What do you think? Well, I was the one yelling. <laughs> yeah, right. And and I and I first of all, I'd start with the with the McIntyre story. I am thrilled that young Macklejack came home and argued with his dad. Yeah, because I always, when I was in my prime, I always used to wind up my class that they would get mad at me, mm. and they would you know yell stuff from their seat, and we'd have these just frenzied great arguments in class, all of them oh, yeah. against me. Sure. And then when Thanksgiving came. They would all go home and try to play my role against their dad <laughs> to wind him up and their uncle, <laughs> That's right? Awesome. That's hilarious. And then they'd all come back and like, of course, they wouldn't have had the whole thing thought through. So they would get their lunch eaten by their dad and their uncles, right? And they couldn't <laughs> figure out how come I defended myself in class for 45 minutes and they couldn't defend themselves with dad for 90 seconds, right? <laughs> sure. Because, you know, when you go to the circus, it looks easy. Yeah, so true. Yeah, so... So I used to always say that I was creating an 800 number, 1-800-SMACK-DAD. I don't know if you remember what 800 numbers were in the old days, but you could call in, right? And I, yeah. I said, call me over Thanksgiving. If dad gets you in a corner, call me and I'll, and I'll, and I'll help getting you out, right? But, That's awesome. Uh, but seriously, the, the point of winding people up is just to get people to, to uh, listen to things, think yeah. about things. So I wanted Thanks. to try to get them to think about why is someone you don't know who's an American more valuable than uh, a person who's Italian, who you don't know mm. when all, I mean, we're all just people and they've drawn these political lines. I mean, it's not like it's Robins and Blue Jays. I mean, we're right. all people. We just happen to be born in these artificially geographic um, lines on a map. Yes. Right. No, so, that's true. So uh, I think our listeners are going to be uh, massively impressed with our idea today because it's not mine. I lifted <laughs> one of the greatest ideas that I've ever heard from uh, George Lakoff oh. in a uh, a book. I don't know if people are going to have to Google it. George Lakoff, L-A-K-O-F-F. Hmm. Moral politics, I think. It, it, moral politics, that's it. It sounds okay. interesting. So what he tried to do was he tried to figure out, you have all these, you know, if you're a, if you're a conservative, you, you see all these contradictions in the liberals. And if you're a liberal, you see all these contradictions um, in the conservatives. So <laughs> yes. he tried to figure out, What's the what's the common theme that runs through conservatives and liberals mm. that holds it's the it's the philosophy that holds the whole thing together? Yeah, the so string that every, binds us. Every fundamental conservative view is consistent with this view. 
mm-hmm. and the same for the liberals. Okay. I'm really curious. So before we start, I've got to give a disclaimer. Yeah. There are no liberals and conservatives anymore. <laughs> There's just nutters on the right and nutters on the left. So modern people <laughs> are going to have no idea what the hell we're talking about. Yeah. But this is old school liberals and conservatives. Okay. I'd be happy. See, the to new it. conservatives are just shills for the rich. Mm. They, 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 the rich people throw things to the, to the conservatives who eat raw meat, <laughs> like gay marriage, abortion, vaccines, right? <laughs> Stuff yep. to wind them up. Sure. And then their hero, Donald Trump, becomes president. Yeah. And all he accomplishes is lowering taxes on the wealthy. <laughs> and that's enough. And that's the plan. That was the plan. Y'all got all wound up. Rich people got their taxes lowered. <laughs> Perfect. And then system. on the left, they are a shill for equal outcome. Not equal opportunity. But they will drag people who aren't making it to the finish line and focusing on equal opportunity. Right? They want equal outcome. Yeah, equity and, over equality. And the reason we're living in hell is because the conservatives don't care about equal opportunity or equal outcome. And the liberals care about equal outcome, not equal opportunity. <laughs> so and that's, that's why I am in neither party because I am rabidly caring about people, but mm-hmm. I want them to have equal opportunity, not equal outcome. I wonder if anyone else would say that you're rabidly caring. I like that description of yourself. It doesn't sound like I am, but I am. The tone doesn't sound right. But, you know, I'm and and people God, people say it's negative. I want to poke their eyes out, which I admit is a little negative. It's critical. And it's a disappointment that people aren't trying harder and doing better, because I think we're most of us are not, you know, maximizing what we want to do. Like you ask people, what do you want to do? Why aren't you doing it? Yeah, that's right? so true. It's just, just disappointing that more people aren't trying harder. So anyway, let's get to the matter at hand. So this idea is stolen from George Lakoff and interpreted by us. And here we go. So he says the, conser- the real conservative has a strict father model and the liberal has a nurturing parent model. Oh, interesting. Okay. So already you notice the conservative have the father and, and the liberals have the parent. Sounds so let's good. Let's <laughs> start with the conservative. And maybe I have to go back and forth. Of course, we didn't have any pre-production, so we didn't think through the best way to explain this. So the, the, the conservatives have a moral order to things. There's a hierarchy of importance. Yes, yes. God at the top. Right below God is the husband. Who's the head of the wife, right? <laughs> the husband, then the wife, then the kids, right? Then other people in your church and neighborhood who are mostly like you. Mm. Then other people around you who are different, but you know, the hierarchy is going down. <laughs> then would be people from Italy. And that's why <laughs> yeah. the Oklahoman or the American dying is more hurtful to the conservative than the Italian dying because there's this moral hierarchy. Right. And I think what happens is people of color get put on to this hierarchy in a lower spot because they are less like the people who are building the hierarchy. So the people who have the hierarchy don't feel like they're racist. They they feel like it's a hierarchy 
well, they don't, they don't think about it, but it's it's the more like me you are, the higher you go on the hierarchy. Yeah. Oh, and I've encountered people like that. It may be not so old school as you may think, you know, and they won't admit it, but I think right. there are people that work like that. But they they feel it's a hierarchy. And then, of course, at the bottom is the is the animals, of course, which of is course. why, you know, treating animals well is considered absurd. Right. And why, you know, you know, there's just animals have no rights. They're just things made for us to kill and eat. I have to interrupt you, though, but yeah. it may be, you know, man, woman, the dog, the family dog, then the children, then the rest of the animals. Yeah, you're right. You're right. <laughs> I think the I dog, might be onto something. We got a podcast on it. Their own dog <laughs> is way up. there. That's right. Way up yeah. there. Yeah. Okay. So um, the strict father, the conservatives believe. So I'm going to go back and forth. Right? I think instead of going through the whole line of conservatives, I'm going to go back and forth. So the nurturant view, right, is that there's not a hierarchy. It's a community. Yeah. And the conservatives always consider, can always can uh, accuse the liberals of being um, internationalists. And what the negativity of the internationalist is essentially that people around the world are as worth as much as we are. I mean, that's really what the beef is, right? <laughs> Ludicrous. The beef is that, like, why do you care about those other people? Because the environment is is based on, you know, we don't trash the environment in other countries for our benefit if you believe it's a community. So yeah. the the nurturing parent believes it's called parent because it doesn't have a hierarchy of the husband and then the wife. Sure, sure. And, and those nurturing people on the nurturing side could have two men, two women, one woman, right? Single moms, single dad. It's 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 the parent. But the key is that it's a community and everybody's in it together, not right. that it's a hierarchy. And that you know brings us to you'll, you'll see that this fleshes out better as we go down. So the conservative believe the strict father believes the world is a evil and dangerous place. <laughs> Again, yeah. I've seen these people, right? It's, it's an evil and dangerous place. We've got the generator. We got the survival stuff. We got the guns. We got the two alarm systems. You know what percentage of Americans own one or more guns? Did we do this already? <laughs> I don't think so. I like the statistic, but I don't even know the answer to it. What is it? Oh, I don't know. I'm going to say 33%. That's my go-to statistic. <laughs> That's it. Two thirds of Americans don't have guns. Wow. Isn't that wow. amazing? Pretty amazing. Yeah. So the nurturing parent, right, believes the world is a good place with a few bad apples. That makes and sense. And if you think about it, it's a completely different worldview. If you view yeah, the yeah. world as an evil place, you're going to behave a certain way. You're going to be suspicious of people, right? You're going to be worried. You're going to be looking for danger. Yeah. Okay. No, I know there's so. something that kind of irks me. It's one of my convictions is like when people assume that people experiencing homelessness are automatically dangerous. That always yes. that always ruffles my feathers. I'm like, you don't know anything about this human being right here. And you're going to make a judgment that they're dangerous. It's awful. Somebody scared my children about homeless people. Yeah. By one incident. And I am having a difficult time deprogramming them. Man, we've that's been over tough. at the skate park. You know, we've been intentionally talking to homeless people, and it was nine o'clock in the morning. I'm at the skate park with my boys, and this guy, full on drunk, mm. at nine o'clock in the morning. Sure, 
is talking to my boys and trying to do skateboard tricks, which often end up with him on his ass because he's drunk. <laughs> okay. Right? But I let it. We talked to him for 45 minutes. And I, don't I know, love it. If you talk to a full on alcoholic while they're drunk. Yeah. So a bit like, you know, filing your teeth. It takes a lot of energy. But I was willing <laughs> to endure that just yeah. to show my children that and this guy wasn't homeless. He was just a, you know, a harmless ne'er-do-well. Hmm. And I was trying to show my children, you don't, you don't need to be scared. Right. This is nothing to be scared about. And he was trying to teach him a particular trick. And then later in the day, my, uh, my, my son, Theo, you know, basically he gets the trick down and he says this, nice. and this are sentences your children will only say if you take them to the skate park. Are you ready? <laughs> I'm ready. Dad, that drunk guy would be real proud of me. <laughs> Oh, I love it. What'd you say? Really proud of me. It's an adverb. So it has an L-Y at the end. <laughs> oh, my but gosh. would be proud. Yeah, right? yeah. Yeah. Real. So, okay. So there, 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 that's a big difference in how you view the world. So sure. the strict father, the conservatives believe that self-discipline and self-reliance is achieved by individualism. Hmm. Okay. Therefore... I'll solve COVID myself. Oh, okay. Right. Yeah. And I will be, you know, I want my rights, leave me alone. And the nurturing parent, the liberal believes that empathy for others and nurture leads to self-reliance and self-discipline. Interesting. It's almost counterintuitive in a really cool way. So the question is, you know, who gets you to, um, self-reliance and self-discipline, right? Is yes. it the moral order or is it understanding people and, and nurturing others? That's really fascinating. That may be the most fascinating part of our podcast so far. That is a really cool idea. And it, it, so it just, it keeps getting a deeper dive and we're, we're, we're basically doing is introducing dots. Then we start connecting the dots, you get, um, implications. So, the strict father and the conservatives believe authority leads to respect. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So you've got the moral order and you have to follow the order. Right. And, and people should listen to people in authority, which is why all of the protests have always outraged the conservatives until they took over the government and the Capitol <laughs> on January 6th. Right. But up yeah. until that point, they were against every single protest ever. That is true. That is true. Right? Yeah. And the liberal counteraction to that is that protection and showing respect. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah. Protection and showing respect for others leads you to get respect. I like that. And I, I like can that. tell you on that one, just full on. I think we did the podcast about, didn't we do the podcast about authority, dad and influence dad? No, but I know what you're talking about. I remember that talk. We, from we your need class. to do that one. Maybe yeah. we need to do that one soon. Mm -hmm. But um, so essentially I try to get my boys to behave by showing respect for them. So they will have respect for me and do what I ask them to do. I like you it. Try to control your children into behaving because you're the boss, you're going to get resistance, resentment, and rebellion. Yeah. How are the kids supposed to understand the moral hierarchy? Yeah. Yeah. So you, you, you protect people mm. and you respect them. And then they show respect for you or for society, depending on what the question is. Sure. The, um, the strict father and a conservative believes that obedience leads to respect. Mm. 
Yeah. Right. So, so the, the conservative would think when I pick on America that, that, you know, I should get my heart in or my ass out. (laughs) And what I, what I think is that if you respect something, right, you care enough to try to make it better. That's right. You can argue about what's better, but (laughs) you know, the intent is not to say this mess is good. Mm. The intent is to, you know, fix it up a little bit. I like it. We've talked about that a lot when it comes to American pride, American patriotism, the 4th of July, that comes up quite a bit. So I hear you. So the liberal counter to obedience leads to respect is that you're supposed to question authority, develop imagination and think for yourself. Interesting. Interesting. So it's individual thinking instead of groupthink. Because the problem with groupthink is it gets hijacked. Yeah. And it eventually gets wrong. So true. Right. Oh, and yeah. I know we promise we're not talking about religion, so we won't mention that here. Because I think I think if I'm you correct me if I'm wrong, Andy, but isn't the main focus of all religions to tell their people we don't know what the truth is, we want you to think for yourself? <laughs> so I like you go, go there on Sunday and like, come on, it's just a book. You guys think for yourself here. And how it goes? Honestly, I think a lot of traditional conservative people that are in that faith would would, you know, fall in line with that. But I think there's a new way to think about it. So I know it's a different topic for different podcasts, but I think traditionally you're probably right. Okay. So um this is why. The strict father and the conservative ends up believing that the rich person is the best person and the poor person lost the game fair and square and thus is a loser. So So it's why they bow down to the rich people and why they are, um, you know, um, negative towards the, the poor person. It's so interesting. You know, we romanticize billionaires in our country and it's like, Jeff Bezos, people will hang on every word he says, you know, uh, Richard Branson, any, anyone with wealth, it's like, that's the guy to listen to. And it's like, well, really, you know, really? Yeah. And then, and then the, and, you know, and I, of course, what, what I think is that lots and lots of rich people lie, cheat and steal, <laughs> right. And trick people well, that's and true. work in organizations where they are overcompensated through rules of capitalism that are ridiculous. I mean, it's mm-hmm. not literally lying, cheating and stealing, but it's you know, <laughs> they're, they're different, different scams for making as much money as possible. And, that, you know, yep. the, the hardest working people in America are you know, often undocumented immigrants who are pouring tar on flat roofs in Oklahoma in the summer. That's true. Incredibly the hard, hard work doesn't necessarily need to wealth, does it? Nope. You got to trick people. <laughs> so the uh, so the strict father believes that rich people are the best people. And the nurturing parent believes that caring, empathetic people are the best people, which is interesting because the, the liberals who are supposed to be nurturing and respectful yeah. have this venom and hate for the conservatives, which drives the conservatives <laughs> up the wall, right? But they're yeah. not very respectful and nurturing of conservatives, are they? Right? They, <laughs> not too they much. think they're better. They think they're better, which really, really bugs conservatives. I mean, it bugs <laughs> the hell out of them, and rightly so. Our listeners right now are trying to figure out, wait, do I agree with this Eric guy or do I not? <laughs> you're I'm going just for- supposed to annoy people. Surely <laughs> if they've listened this long, they know what they're in. For. Yeah, there you go. And this is the final punchline, right? The, right. Final pu- the final punchline is punishment is the key for mm. conservatives and the strict father. If yep. you punish people enough, they'll conform. Yep. And you know, 
they're big in punishment. <laughs> and, what, enough. and what the nurturing parent believes in is respect is the key. Mm-hmm. Right? Respect is the key. Wow. Wow. And that respect. So if you grow up punishing your children, they will behave within the moral hierarchy. They That's will right. have obedience. They will you know, recognize authority. And then the nurturing liberals, right, believe that if you show respect, right, that respect will cause a person to grow into a good person who is disciplined and does what they're supposed to do. Wow. R-E-S-P-E-C-T. Tell you what it means That's to me. It. Exactly. <laughs> and then here's, you know, I can't resist, um, you know, kicking you in the shins when, whenever I can. Um, I'm going to say that, um, you know, I, I it, it's interesting when you a lot of times when you when you um, talk to religious people and I'm not saying you. Right. But but I mean, th- there's research that shows Sure. Religious people know less about the Bible and the development of Christianity than the average person. Isn't so that a awful? lot of times you're like, just what, what, what? I asked, I've asked thousands of Oklahoma State students who wrote the Bible and where did it come from? And no one's ever told me who wrote it and where it came from. How do we know it's the Bible? Oh. Just is, man. Quit being sacrilegious. Yeah, it like, says it right there on the cover. from Germany once knew, and everyone's like, that can't be right. You know, but I mean, literally, when I was in my prime, I used to ask them over and over and over again, who wrote it? Where did it come from? How did it become the Bible? Never thought about that. Just know it's true, man. So that's awful. That's so it, funny. Well, it's not awful. It's true. Well, the truth is awful. The truth is never good news. You told me that. <laughs> if you do know a little bit about it. Yeah. You know, Jesus was essentially the unobtainable, perfect, nurturing parent. Yep. <laughs> right. It's all about right respect. I mean, he's hanging around with the disenfranchised in the weak. He's speaking negatively about the rich. Yeah. He is pouring out sympathy for the poor. Yeah. Right? He's he's forgiving people. He's showing respect for people. It's the yes. ultimate nurturing parent. So I know. he gets hijacked by the strict father and gets put at the top of the whole pagoda. It's terrible, but they before they can put him back up, you know, they have to crucify him because they don't like him, but he's still up there, you know? I know. Oh, That's man. That's my story. <laughs> you always told me if Jesus came back today, we'd probably crucify him again. And man, does that stick with somebody? <laughs> yeah, I was, was going to write the story. He comes back down and says, hey, you guys missed the whole point. So they, you know, killed him again. <laughs> and it's, and sadly, it's true. It's sad and it's true. Both. Yeah, and, you know, and you know, and I hope everybody listening knows, you know, my I'm just trying to ask the hard questions because yeah. I love to think about things. And after I think about things, I talk to you about them. They're not necessarily fully thought through, mm. you know, sometimes try to be funny, but don't don't I don't mean any any disrespect. No. And I, I appreciate that comment. And likewise, you know, I think if people want to reach out, you know, we have channels to do that. If you go to twncofficial.com slash Andy, you can always send us a message there. And I think, you know, speaking for myself, can't speak for Dr. Eric, we'd love to chat with you and continue conversations. That way we can, you know, expand upon these topics and it doesn't have to just be a, a fun show. It can be some real conversation. I would beg for everybody to send in their comment because I want to do a whole episode responding to comments. I love I, comments. The comments I'm are the begging best. People, put yes. your comment in. So tell them again. You. Where do you put the comment in? So you can go to twncofficial.com backslash Andy. And I'll put that in the episode description here. That way you can just click the link and find it. Or, you know, my email's out on LinkedIn, you know. You can reach out to us on Messages LinkedIn, and Dr. Yurik and I will see that. So we're pretty pretty accessible. So we'd love to hear your comments. 
All right. Well, I think that'll do it for this episode. For Just Ideas, my name's Andy, and that was Andy. Hey, thanks so much for listening to this week's episode of Just Ideas. Be sure to subscribe to us on Spotify and leave us a review on Apple Podcasts.